Hello, and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. My name is Farah, and today I have a good friend joining me here. This is Atulia. We met in yoga class. She's one of my students, mm-hmm. and we, as it happens within this, our yoga studio, we all just end up talking afterwards and talking mm-hmm. about life, and then she, we started divulging personal things to each other all the time. And I was like, are we just friends? Yes. <laughs> and that is where this has now come to fruition that we can now create a podcast together. I was like, we got to talk about this. And also I think it's fascinating because, um, so Atulia is uh, within the tech world. She's a designer and she's a spectacular designer and is just like really above and beyond and is really shaking things up in a lot of different ways. And I just very much respect that. And so definitely wanted to acknowledge that and then thought, just having, being able to share your pers- opinion, your perspective is really important in every capacity. So I'm excited for us to be able to dive into it and in kind of your more personal life here too. Oh, thank you. That was so nice. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> you <laughs> that. That was so cute. I loved it. <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> um, and um, so, yeah, let's, and actually let's go a little bit into that because that's actually what brought you to Seattle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so where are you originally from? Kind of what's your, what's your background? What's my your life story? story? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. So notes, no, yeah. Sure. yeah, totally. Totally. She's also from the East Coast. We're talking about how it's really okay. We're very okay with being direct with one another. So <laughs> that's the only, I was like Cliff Notes. Yes. Just so good. Okay, Don't need the whole lifelong story. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> no. got you. You can read my biography later. It's fine. <laughs> so born in india but like totally jersey through and through brought up raised went to school there so i have very strong opinions about pizza and bagels and Mm. big hair and nails you know like oh the most important things in life oh yes truly i know keep going but i was like i'm gonna have to ask you more about pizza later because i'm curious to hear about what your strong opinions are i'm a big pizza pizza person oh perfect Perfect. yeah this is great yeah so grew up there um you know classic like overachiever too many extracurriculars too many sports too many things in school just never slept like go 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 the whole time for all of high school yeah all of it from the time actually it was like 10 till I was probably like 23 I think probably just go yeah and then um yeah like did all the nerdy things so got to see a little bit of the world too through all of these like nerdy clubs and stuff which was great what kind of nerdy clubs are you referring (laughs) to yeah so um there was like stuff at school and then there was like county related things Mm, so like mm -hmm. there was school stuff which is like classic like oratory stuff so i did like mock trial model un newspaper debate speech stuff like that obviously Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) and then like outside of school like some county clubs that were like uh like youth group related but they weren't related to a church or like a religious organization they were just like the county was really trying to like build up like youth organizations in the -hmm. area and so there was part of two of them one was like a like more of like a student council and then one was like um very specifically about like not particularly dare but it was just really Mm. about like cigarettes and smoking and like Mm -hmm. trying to get like uh restaurants and like different public spaces to ban smoking indoors and like working towards legislation that would make smoking indoors especially in places where there's like small children and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um Mm -hmm. against the law and so like this group that really like specifically targeted that type of work and political action in that basis and it was pretty fun and we actually got a bill passed which like made a huge difference yeah so congratulations thank you such a young age to be able to actually like change something that really affects everyone in the livelihood of the people around you yeah yeah it was really cool it was a i don't know if the organization is still there because that was like its main mission and uh-huh. it like definitely shifted gears and i think that 
there could be a real need for it now given the opioid crisis and everything yeah. but i don't know if it still like totally exists but yeah, the to. great thing is like i i feel like i still have friends from that organization mm-hmm. so, like from when i was 13 and stuff so which was like that's that's like yeah. really cool <laughs> life-changing moment yeah. for all of you I yeah assume. totally yeah. and it was great because it was like i remember being one of the older kids in the group and so mm-hmm. like all of the like younger kids like I was 16 by the time it like was all kind of wrapping up mm-hmm. and a lot of the younger kids were like 11 12 13 so like kind of had a bunch of kids that I got to mentor to and I still yeah. have like relationships with them which is kind of That's nice incredible. So, yeah why am I not surprised <laughs> yeah. yeah so super nerdy and then went to college and I went to college in Massachusetts and that okay. like just continued that northeast lifestyle and like I went to school in a very hippie place mm-hmm. that was like mm-hmm really really about community and accepting people just the way they were and like not that competition like Mm, it was very much mm -hmm. like be an individual and like we all honor your uniqueness yeah Yeah. and we're super weirdos so like the pillars of it was like education volunteerism and then your athletics and so you had to like kind of fill out that triangle yeah and so it was really rounded yeah super well rounded Uh had a great time of course same thing overachiever too many academics too many sports too many extracurriculars did everything there yeah. studied abroad did the whole thing cool. um where'd you study abroad i went to australia oh nice yeah. what did you think of australia i've always wanted to go i haven't I been everyone raves about it they say the yes. people are super nice it's just like a really fun place to be yes. and like also beautiful and like 100 like, percent accurate like yeah. totally go quit yeah. your life move there do it <laughs> yeah, great. It's like, yeah. <laughs> i actually know a few people that have I so yeah it makes sense it's i was like no right doubt. yeah because really? it was like i went to the west coast which is like uh, like nothing is there <laughs> like truly nothing like yeah. there's like a city and then okay. like yeah. that's it and that too is like a very generous calling of a city <laughs> like you know not quite town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it was like but it was great because it was like very I think so opposite from what I was used to like mm. this like it wasn't go 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 it was like very much like that's a good point let's yeah. go to the beach and I'm like on a Tuesday like, for what reason yeah well, what, like could we do our homework there <laughs> we're just yeah. going to relax yeah. and like lay in the sun yeah just like sit there like what what <laughs> like, ha- like how this might be good for me yeah. <laughs> this might this feels kind of foreign but strange and also amazing yeah. So, yeah so yeah it was so great i like really really bonded with a bunch of people there cool felt really like close to nature slowed down mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the food was really good and it was like you could choose to either be immersed in like local or you could like yeah. live in a house with like all the other Americans. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm going to live with the Australians, yeah, <laughs> you know, like why not? locals, you know? Uh-huh. And so got to know them so well that like they like brought us home to their hometowns too, which was mm-hmm. like really great. So yeah. got to see more of the country, did the whole like cross country trek, saw the outback, cool. did like the hiking, wow. camping, really all the things. <laughs> that sounds like such an adventure. It was truly one of the best times of my life so good like really good and like change in like how I think I saw the world like Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. because it was like it was such a joyous time and like everybody was it was I think it it was like kind of really before the world maybe started to fall apart or like my understanding of how the world works really like kind of set into place like I was still like a little jaded maybe and it Mm -hmm. was like Mm -hmm. wonderful Mm -hmm. it was really nice yeah so did that and then graduated into a terrible economy yeah. and there was no job. Because we were around the same um, year. So mm-hmm. what was like, oh, or like 2011? 11. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it was like leftover from the recession, still no jobs. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. felt super lost at that point. Like was just, yeah. but like not lost in a way of like, I was still like very mission driven about what I wanted. Like I knew I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to go to public yeah. policy. Like this was the thing I was going to wow. do. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was my lifetime plan. Like I, from a kid, I was like, I'm going to law school. I'm going to law school. And that's why I think yeah. I was so involved in like all these like political action things and stuff. Absolutely. That makes a lot so, of sense. I know. I didn't know that that was the ultimate goal like yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. So. But then how did that change? Um, actually I blame my mom entirely. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> so I know this is officially on the record, but like officially off the record, I would say, you know, like it's definitely her fault, but <laughs> off uh, the record, on the record, I just reevaluated my choices Yeah, yeah, yeah. about my future. She's wonderful. I love her so much, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah no, I close. think like we, yeah, we're super close. We always have been really close. And we grew up like making a lot of things. So she was mm-hmm. trained as an architect in India wow. and she didn't really practice in the U S but we've always have a habit of making things like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so, and I was annoying. Like when I was in school, I never, like, I wouldn't do the book report. I'd like build the entire setting of the book out of candy. Like I was so annoying. <laughs> A tad extra, but I like to create a yeah. different approach. I'm sure you stood out. I'm sure yeah. the teacher never forgot anything that you did in any of your projects. 100%. And Which I love. I personally love. Yeah. It's kind of, that's my favorite kid in the classroom, but teacher, yeah. teacher, yes. Yeah, the teacher will love it. All of my classmates, of course, hated it because they'd be yeah. like, oh, couldn't you just like write a report like everyone else? You're like, I no. did not, didn't even think, consider that as an option. Yeah, exactly. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> And it like, yeah, it earned me a reputation because my first question would be like, they'd, you know, put out an assignment and like, you know, everyone knew that the first question was like, can it be 3D? And like, you know, got the reputation of being boxes girl because I used to love the grand reveal. So I would like bring everything in like a giant cake box or a Victoria's Secret box or this giant box (laughs) that I'd carried every single class because I didn't want anybody seeing it before the reveal. Oh my god! And then I would go to the class and then it would be like the big reveal moment. And so (laughs) this reputation of being like the boxes girl. (laughs) Glorious. Just the amount of tenacity for me to be like no one can see it yeah and how we go into that class and people are like come on let me just you're like no no no, no. yeah well, are you in that class yeah because you can see it if you're in the class exactly or after uh, or after or yeah after. you can but come like, by after if you yeah like, come take a look you can't no sneak peeks no previews like my yeah. mom would drive me to school on those days like no cheating like it yeah. was like a really- <laughs> <laughs> so sneaky cute and so and even like one year, so I was never really good at science or like, I didn't put enough, a lot of effort into it, yeah. but I was like, you know, chasing, chasing that, whatever. And so I took like some heavy science classes. So I was in like a biology class and I was just flat failing. Like I fell asleep in that class every day, yeah. like without a doubt, this one girl who was just an angel, like mm-hmm. dragged my ass to class, like made me do my homework, like got Aww. me through the exams, you know? Yeah. And I was like, like you needed a B minus to pass the class. And okay. I was just teetering between the C and the B minus. Like I was just, like, just there. Yeah. And like the last assignment was, of course, you have to build a, uh, a model of like a okay. cell. Like oh, it's cool. always like the assignment yeah. of the year. You know, like the, everybody does that, like styrofoams and toothpicks and, yeah. you know, totally. that kind of thing. I get you. Did I do that? No, no you did not. I did not. <laughs> so I spent all of my Thanksgiving break uh, in front of the TV, which is like now like a tradition every Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I hand beaded out of crystals 
uh, a DNA like double helix. And then I put that on like a rotating mirror so you could see it double length and inside of a snow globe that was reflective and like had little crystals around it. And like everything was labeled perfectly. And it was like this beautiful like Swarovski like (laughs) bio That's the next level shit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like picturing this. I was like, that sounds dope as And I was like, I want to see it. I want to be a part of that reveal. I would like to see that reveal. It like it's like glistening yes. as you take it off. Yes. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Bella says, "Cause I do this." She goes, "Ta-da!" Yeah. <laughs> I live for the ta-da. Like I live for it. Every time she does it, I laugh. I was like, "I don't know if this is a good thing that I'm teaching her, but I think it's super. It's fun. so good. I think it's really I important. Know. I do. I, I appreciate. It. I I like a little showmanship. Yeah. Once in a while. <laughs> so, so, yes, so yeah, I made this thing. And my and my I always like drag my brother into helping me in these things, so he was like around and helping. Yeah. And it magically, magically I got an A minus in that class. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so well, it just bumped me up. I'm not the only one that was impressed. <laughs> yeah. So and of course I like put it in a pink Victoria's Secret box because that was also part of my aesthetic was like I loved pink or oh, I yeah. still love pink. Yeah, I was but like, I feel like you do. Yeah. And so it has to be in Victoria's Secret box. So it like added to this like allure. And yeah. um and I remember everyone else got to like take theirs home and like I did not get to take mine home and I was like oh she's like I want to like show another couple of teachers and I was like okay okay and then it just like never came back to me like I never got it back yeah and like I found out years later she had like used it as a model for every single other class that she taught as she should yeah and I went back like six seven years because like my brother and I are a couple years apart and so he had to like follow up with all these teachers and be like hmm so what are you gonna bring he's like I'm just writing the paper I'm not gonna do any of that I I don't do the same thing she does we are different people don't expect that from me do not expect that like 100% but he did and I so I came back in and I like people would be like oh that pink box is still there that pink box and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna find this so I went back into school one time and like asked and she was like I don't have it and I like knew it had to be in the room yeah and like and like one of the students was like yeah she definitely has it she probably just took it home (laughs) so like why won't she give it back like which is like totally fine if she loved it like what am I gonna do with this yeah but like also like bro I made it like I'm with it like what if I want to show my kids that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was just, yeah, it was so, it was yeah. kind of charming. I remember making like an Elvis for chemistry. Like we had to make a mole creature because like mole is like some number for chemistry. And then so yeah. everybody made their moles and like, but I dressed mine up as Elvis and like that sat in the chem room for a long time. So like, oh I definitely gosh. like cheated my way through school. Like I never did any of this shit. I no, 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 no. I morals. would say that you were more, cause like, I think it's, a large part and sometimes is underestimated within education is creativity is a huge asset, yeah. you know, in anything. And I'm sure definitely probably helps you within your career path now oh, totally. to be able to think about things out of the box. Yeah. And like that is, and, and it's so funny because we've talked about this a little bit, like that this has been such a theme throughout your entire life to always do things a little bit differently. Yeah. But then also <laughs> like with your own flair and personality that gets infused into it, which makes it extraordinary. You know, like, I think that a lot of people don't do that. You know, everyone wants to just fit in like, oh, like, what's the bare minimum? Or how can I just like slide past? It's like, no, how do I make this spectacular? How do I make this great? Yeah. And that's a really, yeah, like, that's a huge, like, I think it's something that's definitely a strength of yours without a doubt. Yeah. But I, but then now thinking about this within your, do you, 
use that same like now just because you've talked about your work yeah I'm like do you do this at work now <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm curious I mean I think that's the goal I think that's why I ended up here so like w- wanting yeah. to go to law school I like prepped for law school I took the exams everything and then yeah. my mom and I was working at a law firm and my mom was like you're miserable you're so mm. unhappy and it was this very like you know black pants black suit white shirt yeah. just reading and I was like graphically redesigning like my LSAT prep books rather than doing the like prep exams and she's like you're so unhappy like you cannot do this for the next 40 years Mm -hmm. and so like we went on this like really like this like life career soul searching process of like who am I what do I want to do and it just like always came back to creativity came back to being like an artist a designer a maker Mm -hmm. and so we found like all these like cool people I looked up to and like how they like kind of figured out where they want to go and it was like, I felt like late to the path. Like I never, like I took art classes and stuff, but like, I wasn't like an art student or anything mm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she was like, why don't you just like take a year off, like work if you want, but like, just like find yourself again. Yeah. And because I'm crazy, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds great. I'll take some classes. <laughs> I'm going to keep pursuing yeah. my education. I know, but just like keep taking some classes. So I went to like the local community college and took graphic design classes. So I had nice. some art bases and that teacher just like immediately latched on and was like, so you're going to go to design school? Like, just like right up. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah. I have no clue. And I always found like the like traditional structure of like going to school was the right path. Like, I'm not good at like, like deviating from the system in that way. Like mm-hmm. I will deviate in a system, but I'm bad at like not mm-hmm. having a system. I understand. So like, I was like, I have to go back to school. Like I can't just mm-hmm. go be a designer. Like I really believe in the system. And yeah. so I want to learn the foundation. Yes. Yeah. To work from. Yeah. I like, I need rules to know what rules to break, break. exactly so i was way. like yeah so i can't 100%. just make it up Sorry, you just said that, and i was like that rings so true for me i was like <laughs> i feel you so much when you're saying this because like i love to be creative but like the, you don't always have to recreate the wheel yes. and it's like it's nice to understand how it works so that you can create your own version of it yes but in your own expression yes exactly. but then like you also want to make sure it works yes. or that it actually is like practical right and exactly. then like actually anyways yes. yeah yeah no exactly so you yeah. get it yeah so then so yeah so i was a little crazy and you said highlights and i'm just giving you the whole damn novel but oh, like no, okay. i actually forgot that i even said that we've already gone so far past that i didn't even really remember that expression i gave you i'm like keep going so then i like um so i was like okay yeah maybe maybe this is a thing yeah. but by the time i finished that class and then to when applications were due mm-hmm. was only six weeks and oh, wow. Like, you know, people take years to prepare a portfolio for like presenting to grad schools. And like, I didn't want to like go back to undergrad again. Like I wasn't going to do that again. So I was like very committed to like graduate education, Mm -hmm. but like people take years, you know, they prepare a portfolio, all these things. And here I was like, I made a roller coaster out of paper clips. Like, will that get me into grad school? (laughs) You know? Did you? Um, yeah, so I did. I did get into <laughs> like, grad school. I was like, is that sarcasm? Or yeah. is that actually what you did? I did. Uh, for like one of my English classes, we read some book and like it was like set in this mu- amusement park. And of course, I made a roller coaster out of uh, paper clips that had a little car that like blah, blah, blah. naturally, yeah. <laughs> naturally, yeah. right? So, and these are all in the days before like Instagram. So I like have no photo evidence because we never had a camera at home. Oh my So gosh. like I don't have imagery, but like you go back to like, hometown new jersey and like you could go anywhere and be like that's the girl that's the girl <laughs> that's the box girl yeah that's the box girl <laughs> like i went home 
for some holidays or something and there was like some one of those like solar <laughs> eclipse or something something yeah. right and we went to like the local observatory and a science teacher like wove her way and she was like you were my student 10 years ago and you made me this little thing and I had no clue what she was talking about you're like don't remember that one yeah that one didn't stand out but I appreciate that it did for you yeah <laughs> she found me so like and even like some of my classmates like still now they're like I remember that one time I'm like I I don't remember I like generally don't remember because I've yeah. made so many things in my life and yeah. like not all of them catalog I'm just curious do you still create now yes so I'm still very okay. much a maker okay and that's what happened so I was like do I go to this grad school because I just like have stuff I've made but I don't think they're like art or I don't think they're like yeah according to the world of art and design like they don't fit like I'm just one of those DIY crafters creators makers like mm-hmm. and so um in the six weeks I just put together a portfolio of like the four projects I had and I used the graphic design skills I had and then I only applied to two schools Mm -hmm. and I was like if I get in I go to school if I don't this is like a really good reminder that I need to like build a foundation and then Mm -hmm. I can yeah keep going keep going and one school I really wanted to go to and one school I did not want to go to at all but it was my mom's choice so I like put in an application um and I put in applications to law school anyway because I was like I've been here like I'm it is time and, um, like within a week I got accepted to both the art schools Oh wow! and I had to wait another eight weeks to find out about law school. And my mom just was like, pull out all your law school applications. Like you're not going to law school. Like I have decided for you, you're not going to law school. Wow. And I'd like, you know, took LSATs exams and I'd applied to schools and she was like, you're not going to law school, pull it out, like make a decision on art school and go. Yeah. And so <laughs> I pulled out all my law school applications, no way. um, made a decision went to art school. It was a very rude awakening. Because <laughs> that's so different than every all of your education leading yes. up to that, prior yeah. to that, right? Everything. Because it was like, I was the weird art girl in classes because I, like, I was just a little outside. But like, when people are the art student, they have years of practice and foundation and all these things. Yeah. And so it's like, now I was too normal. <laughs> I like, wasn't yeah. like, thinking enough outside the box. And then so, but it was the best like two and a half years of my life. And I learned all of good. the like foundational skills and all these things that it just challenges you, so you like nothing else. Like art mm-hmm. school really broke me, but it also built me up with like a lot of resilience. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> yeah. And then and my job is- showed you an entirely different version of yourself that you didn't even probably know existed. hundred percent, hundred percent. Like my mom constantly talks about how like art school changed my life, but it changed all of our lives. Cause we mm. saw a new part of the world. We just like, didn't know existed before. Yeah. And like a future path that like, didn't think it was possible. Like I used to joke when I was little, like, Oh, I want to be a sneaker designer, but that's not a real job. So I'll be a lawyer. And then it's like, mm. literally the first job I got was being a sneaker designer. No way. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. That, yeah. I feel like the best job yeah, ever. ever. <laughs> So cool. lucky. Yeah. Oh. So it was, and yeah, and that's what I do. So I did product and then like now I work in tech and I work at a consultancy. So it's mm-hmm. great. I don't work on one thing for a long period of time. Every like it changes sometimes from six weeks, 12 weeks, eight weeks, whatever, but like different yeah. companies come to us, they'll present a problem. And like most of the outputs are things like a website, an app or something in a virtual reality space or something like that. And I get to spend those weeks working mm-hmm. with a team of people to like solve for that problem. And, yeah. um, yeah, I think it's been weird because in tech, it's very streamlined. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of shake and bake. It's a lot of like doing the same thing for a lot of different clients. It's not mm-hmm. really being super creative and innovative. And I rail against that very hard. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been very difficult at work. But yeah. it is also the core of why I took this this 
this industry because I believed that it is still at its heart like something about changing the way the world works and so that's yeah that's the non-highlights version no yeah no (laughs) I think we definitely covered a few highlights so I would say definitely highlights and I but I also was like I don't know you say that to some people and then it's like you you don't know what direction they'll go into but I feel like it was definitely just like an (laughs) overview but I and I appreciate you for sharing because like I those are some of the things I didn't really know about you but then also are so evidently a part of you and like I'm not surprised about any of the stories you just heard, <laughs> but that I was like, that's so incredible. But then to see how it landed you in the position that you're in, because it's not like when you're younger, it could have been, and actually it had a very different result. Totally. totally. Or you could end up in a completely different destination. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fascinated to hear more about like, how do you, how do you express yourself creatively now outside of work? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I've had to find it like it, before it used to be like very much, um, just in everything I did, it was mm-hmm. just like who I was, even at work, it was who I was. Yeah. And I think in the pandemic and at this job now, having to be more streamlined, I've had to like actively choose to be creative and expressing myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like my professional yeah. th- world. And uh, I think one thing that people definitely associate with me, and today's not maybe the best example, but like uh, associate with me in general is like um, in what I wear, like yeah. I am very much <laughs> yeah. into that. And it's funny because I actually kind of hate shopping and Mm -hmm. I don't like, um, I don't really love styling. Like I I actually really have very much a uniform. And to me, Mm -hmm. it's like the same uniform as if I was wearing a suit and a white shirt. Yeah. But um, my uniform is like usually a base layer of leggings. And then Mm -hmm. I have skirts that my mom makes and they're kind of like tutus almost. And it's like always my grandmother's old saris that my mom then makes into skirts that I model. So it's like three generation of women and I just like always will wear a skirt. And then it's like usually like a very plain basic top. And then like, that's it. That's like my uniform, but it Mm -hmm. always feels like always extra and a little extravagant because it's always like prints and colors. And it's like, you know, like beautiful fabrics. Yeah, exactly. And like we went through a phase of like unconventional materials for a long Mm -hmm. time. So like we got a bunch of like tablecloths or like curtains or like all this random stuff. And like, one time she made, my mom made like a skirt for my birthday out of like literally happy birthday napkins or like, and then all balloons and stuff. So it's like this whole closet of things that is like very much like my personality and my brother, like I was telling you before, my mm-hmm. brother does really extravagant gifts. And so he always has like some fresh handbag that I can carry around, you know? You're like, thanks bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I like got a guy who does my glasses. And so I have like a, like a collection of glasses because I really can't see. And so he's like, yeah. well, if you have to wear them, like let's at least make them fabulous. And so I have like yeah. all these glasses. And so shoes are the thing that I like will go specifically hunting or like I will add glitter to it or I'll glue something or like, you know, like <laughs> I will do something to that part. But yeah, so I think it's like very much that. I love making jewelry. Like it's always mm-hmm. been a practice of mine. So I love doing that because I love giving gifts. Yes. <laughs> and so yeah, like, yeah, yes. making jewelry is like one of them. Um, and I think like, like, yeah, like making my space really like my own is Vibrant. like, a lot. yeah, like mm-hmm. I ha- it has to feel like this idea of comfort and coziness and yeah. like, so I think it's like all of those elements and like, I'm starting, it's very difficult. Like I'm not a very good cook and it, like, mm-hmm. I hate doing cooking and cleaning like if I, I could do one or the other I'd be fine yeah but I'm like starting to understand like the beauty of cooking and like like there's like a calmness to it too, yeah right there's yeah. like a beauty and like kind of a stillness that you can find when you're cooking totally yeah. and I my grandmother's an extraordinary cook and my mom's an extraordinary cook so I'm very good at eating but I'm not very good at cooking 
I well, you made me an omelet before we started this, and it was delicious. So okay. I would say you are not so bad. Not so bad. Maybe yeah. that's that's uh, that's my grandpa's recipe. So yeah, really, yeah. Aww. Well, so. and I love how much because even while you were just describing about like your fashion and your creative sense, so much of it think it feels like a stem from your family. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just the core. Of, I think it's it's, and I use family loosely too. Mm-hmm. I think like um, I like adopt people into my life. Like I'm one of those like. Once you're my friend, you're my friend forever. Like, like that's I love it. you forever. Yeah, like my love is intense and it is elongated. <laughs> you're not getting yeah. rid of me. Yeah, it's like, sorry. Yeah, you hate me too bad. You're my, <laughs> mine forever. Like, you know, and so yeah. I just keep people forever. And so like family to me is like, you know, even like in that those clubs and stuff, like one of the one of the girls I met, she was like 11 when I met her. And it's like, yeah. you know, she's all grown up now mm-hmm. and she calls every two weeks and being like, this is what I do with my life. This is what's up. Like, you know, and it's just like, she's family. Of course she's family. She's like my little sister, you know? And like, it's like kind of like, I think I, sometimes I forget who I am outside of like the people who make me up. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like this little piece is like this person, like this little piece is that person. Like, so, and I think that's like just defined who I am as a person. And so like all of my creativity is either, something I learned from someone who I hold dearly or is for someone I hold dearly. And like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do think that that has like widened my ability to do design. Cause it's not like I'm enforcing my ideology on anything. No, I think I'm like trying to bring to the world something like, like, could my grandmother use this? Would she enjoy this? Would she respect this? Like, yeah. and like always considering things from multiple different angles and then also making sure I'm sharing the process with them. So they are part of it too like it's not just me who's making and I think that like sense of community is just very important to who I am and how I make and how I present myself in the world too it's true so well and to be able to um I think and we and we've talked about this within work and just life it's like being able to be the person that does show a different perspective Mm -hmm. you know and the importance of that because those are the shapeshifters of the world like those are the people that make change yeah and like you've been doing that ever since you were young you know in your youth you were <laughs> yeah, like yeah. changing policy yeah. like, <laughs> 13 and like you know yeah. but like I think that that's just very much at the core of who you are yeah and then but then the creativity sense is like the catalyst for you to be able to do that because if you didn't understand or want to look at it from another way then how would you be able to share a different opinion yeah yeah totally and like I just I always believed in like like everybody gets a shot at it you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody should get a shot. And it's like, I get to be a vessel to just like help others to get that shot at it. Like, yeah. I will always like champion others and put them on pedestals and like yell mm-hmm. about them. And I, I think mm. that's kind of what helps me be a better designer too. Cause it's yeah. like, it's not about me. Like who cares? I'm not that important. Like it's about everyone else like yeah. involved. So when it's like everyone else's role and it's like the group, it's the collective effort or the goal. It's yes. like, are we accomplishing the goal? Like, I don't necessarily need to be the center of attention to know that I contributed towards the completion of exactly. that or the success of whatever project you're working on. Totally. Um, there was this, I was, well, I don't even remember what documentary it was now thinking about it, but a lot of producers, famous producers, especially of pop songs, a lot of them are, I guess, Swedish. There's like oh. a large po- population of like Swedish producers mm-hmm. anyways, but they say it's because like a large part of their culture is like this humility that like, it's not about them. It's about mm-hmm. the music or it's about the impact that they're making. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people don't know about them, but then they're actually the people that have probably like designed, like, or like created some of the most popular songs in the world right, right, like, right. of history. And I was like, this is fascinating, but yeah. you were just talking about it in that way of like, 
it's not necessarily about you. You're like, I'm just trying to shift. I'm trying to make a change. I'm trying to share a unique viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And however that gets expressed or delivered, then like that is what it is. Yeah. What do you think um, with that? Like, does there come challenges with that then, though? A hundred percent. I think um, it's changed a lot in the last couple of years, I think. Uh, I think in design specifically, and then it's changed the way I like have reacted to things, I think also. Mm -hmm. In design specifically, it's like... I just want to make sure it's recording. I was like, I can't see the red the, dot, the dot, but I'm also like blind. So I was like, maybe not. I know. I'm like, I was like, just want to make sure we get this. Yeah. I know. Keep going. Yeah. I think it's definitely changed because, so I think there was this idea of like the collective in design for a long time. I do think that that's true. Um, because like, if you look, and I was talking to actually one of my mentors about this just on Friday. And like, if mm-hmm. you, if you look at, the course of the history of design, right? Like we didn't like technology didn't invent like human centered design or like technology didn't invent this idea of like designing for humans or with humans in the middle or whatever, which is like very buzz like right now. Like, right. It's like, it's just that CEOs of tech companies figured it out recently. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah. and, but from the dawn of time, we have always designed with humans in mind, right? Like if you think like basically of a chair, like What's the purpose of it? Exactly. Well, because it's being created by humans for other humans. Exactly. Totally. Right. right? Yeah. And so a lot of these like long standing practices, these long standing traditions, especially in architecture, and that was his big point. I don't know enough about architecture, but he's like really well versed in it. Is like you're designing with people in mind and like mm-hmm. for people, with people, mm-hmm. about people. And yeah. um, I think it was like all about this collective. Like, let's put our egos aside it is about for the betterment of society like we're it's truly for the betterment of the humanity as a whole right are we enhancing the human experience totally and Mm -hmm. it's like some aspects of it are still problematic right like it's like which humans and like what societies Mm -hmm. and like you know it's there's a lot of bias yeah depending on who's creating it and what their intent is and the people that they have in mind for who they're creating it for totally and Mm -hmm. like there's people that are always going to be purposefully and Un- implicitly like excluded from that which is like what we we're Without always trying to find, right like mm-hmm. always going to try to fight that but it it just happens it is what it is yeah and i think there's i think at this point in our feel like history there's more conversation about it and there's more awareness around it yeah which is fantastic but i don't we i think there's still leaps and bounds of like yeah. space that we need to like make up for totally too, though and i think that starts with like having more people at the table like mm. we just need more people at the table and more 100%. people who are different yeah. at the table right can't have the same person always. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think that there's like, like maybe an incremental push towards that nowadays, like, mm. which like probably didn't happen before. And I think we just, yeah, like you said, leaps and bounds still to go, still have to do all of those things. And we're, yeah. we're not there yet. And we're not doing a good job of it yet. Yeah. Um, and I hope we will, like I do, mm-hmm. do generally hope. And then of course, other things will step in like luxury and like cost and like all these things. But mm-hmm. I do think there was like at least a little bit more, um, intentional practice to making Mm -hmm. uh before that was like you know we're not going to just put the first idea out there's no no need for it to be fast like fail fast like that's a really big thing right and like Mm -hmm. design now and in tech is like fail fast fail fast it's like this ideology from ideo and all these people silicon valley fail fast fast. it's pretty much like make the mistake like kind of risk take the risk yeah and then learn from it and then just get bounce back yes right and um I don't know if I agree with that, you know, Mm. I, I think we have gotten faster, 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 but that's actually bad. Like 
because I think innovation comes from thoughtfulness, from consideration, from kindness, from like they have this really big term of like, you know, uh, unintended consequences. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you can actually think through a lot of consequences if you didn't just race to finish something, you know? Like, isn't that what we teach children? Yeah. Like, don't jump to conclusions. Yeah. Like, or don't just do, like, did you think about that before you did that? Yes. Right. Run it through your brain machine just one time. Yeah. One time. Just like, you know, just toss around some ideas before you necessarily jump in. I like, I'm almost, I'm a psychotastrophizer, but I like always think about like, what is the worst? I, knock on wood, yeah. I'm always like, what could be the possible worst thing that could happen from this? And exactly. am I willing to like bear whatever that is? Yes. You know, I try not to always think about it because it can be a little like daunting or totally like, doomsville, but like yeah. at the same time, I think it's important. Agree. And I yeah. think that women naturally do that more because our consequences are a lot worse than mm, most men. Yeah. And that's why I think women would be better in these positions. And there needs to be more because we're better at considering yeah. all of the options 100%. for more people than kind of like that straight cis white man sort of syndrome that mm-hmm. designs for them, you know? Yeah. And like, do you so, feel like that is the majority of the people at the table? Like, I don't, I, I'm assuming so, but I just wasn't sure if that was like, I think it's true. But I don't know if it's true mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I think like I've been in like si- like kind of siloed situations where like when I first went into sneaker design and I wasn't even on like the design team, I was like an adjacent development team or whatever. There was a lot more like white men for sure. Yeah. But it was like, I actually did not find them as problematic. Like oh, interesting. the first boss that I had in design was a like military veteran. Mm-hmm tall white man in his like mm-hmm. mid forties. He was the best boss I've ever had in my whole life. Like yeah. hands down still really? like no questions asked. That's cool. And I think it's because he was so aware, right? Like he was so mm-hmm. about like the fact, like he said what it was. He was like, you're the only one like you here. It is a problem. There's nothing that I can do about the systematic elements of it. Mm-hmm. What I can do is train you to be the best here. And I can give you every opportunity to make you the best here. So you're undeniable. So then you can actually effectively make change because I can't make effective change here, but I know you can. So I'm going to just make you the best you can be here. And I'm going to support you in those decisions. And I'm going to encourage you. Yeah. Which is what a leader should do. Totally. And he went to bat so many times, like so many times. And it's like just literally one of the best people. And like he then set that standard for the team as well. Mm -hmm. And like... Mm -hmm you know, he was just, he was really great. And then it was like, like, you know, it's like, we, we work together to crack the door open, crack the door open, crack the door open. And like the next class of like associates had way more diversity in it. Cause we like cracked the door open, you know? And it's just like, yeah. And it was, you know, he was extraordinary in that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, and I do want you to give yourself credit too, because he wouldn't have been able to do that without you as the leading force. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. (laughs) I mean, like in a way, whereas like, I, I'm glad I could be like, I, I'm glad I could rise, rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think that like, I couldn't have done it alone. Like, you know, like he's definitely one another. Yeah. And so he was just, he was really great. And I, I saw like how much of an impact it made because it was like you invested in it and then like it came to fruition so quickly. Like it was so amazing. And then I moved to tech and I do think it's like a lot more white men in tech. Um, Cause like the design team in like sneakers was, was not that like it was far more diverse. Yeah. Like 
integrated and complex and diverse and like interesting and like mm-hmm. unique and um and tech is a weird one and like even then i was like oh there's still some women here that's good like yeah. then i actually went to an organization that was all women there's only mm. one man which was really interesting yeah and then I came back and I like overswung the other way. And now I'm in a place that's like predominantly men and mm-hmm. predominantly white men. Mm-hmm. And like, it is weird because I am in a, like a very, like all the memes, all the stereotypes, like I'm very much like all the women of color are at this level and all the white men are at this level wow. and they don't get it, you know? And it's like, we can't pop through at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it's weird. Uh, cause you'd think like tech is really liberal and I think that's, it's actually not, it's like not liberal at all. Really? Um, yeah. and so I think like there's some value to like the fact, I don't know where I was going with this thread, but like, I think like it's still harder, it's harder to get there still. Yeah. Well, and I think in my original question was like, what, who is at the table with yeah. tech oh, yes. and like, yes. how does it look and like, what is the dynamics within it? Because I think your personality and also I think truly, you know, not to make this grander than it needs to be, but like your purpose. And I truly think your intent here in this earth is to be able to be that envelope, you know, to push the envelope in every area of your life, you know, and to be able to like stand up and to say that there is a different perspective and there's Mm -hmm. a different point of view. And, um, and people need and like and to be heard Mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot of people that say that, but then don't necessarily have the courage or the, um, the ability to express that and mm-hmm. for it to be received. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a hundred percent true because when I think a lot about it, like it's always like, it's always been who I am and like, uh-huh. and I take a lot of pride in it and it's a As practice you muscle, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and I think like moving here and I've, I've made a lot of friends of like, especially women of color in this, in this mm-hmm. industry and they're brilliant. Like, of course, of course they are. Right. Like there's yeah. no questions asked, but yeah. like the depth of their brilliance is always uh, like, astounding to me like and I can't like I crave it and I get greedy with their time I'm like tell me more like please enlighten me like just tell me more like and you know like I I want to see them not only succeed and thrive I just want to take like take over the world like girl do it (laughs) we're supposed to be taking over yeah like oh my god like if you were in charge like holy crap like just just do it like go go take over the world because god damn you are amazing like you're just unbelievable like the stories these women carry and then how they present themselves Mm -hmm. and then how they lead and how Mm. they like think about the world and how they think about their work and how they like it's just like, I get like, I get goosebumps at like how much, like, I'm so proud of these women that are like forging these paths. that are so difficult to forge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so amazing to me. And it's shocking to me. It's not shocking because I know, but it's still shocking to me that how like these companies and some of these men can be in the presence of such greatness mm. and not feel it. Or not choose to feel it or not to like, see it. Not to acknowledge it in the way yes. or like even to truly respect it. Yeah. Right? It's just like, it blows my mind. Like the audacity. It's kind of infuriating. It is. It is. It's like, why don't you see it? And then yeah. you kind of feel like, is there, what's the flaw within you yes. that makes that you can't see this? That you can't see it. And right. my mom always says, you know, like, you don't go, you don't like, what's her saying? Her big thing is like, you know, if you're a diamond, you don't go to a rhinestone dealer and tell you them the value of the diamond. 
diamond, mm. right? You go to a diamond dealer to tell you the value of this diamond. Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, like that's the thing. It's like you go to the diamond dealer to determine it. And I think it's like, that's the thing, right? We are all these diamonds and we're going to like these rhinestone dealers or the local mm. pawn shop or like that's, this or that. And you know, right? Of course they can't see the shine. They don't know the difference. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and they it's just, they it. can't recognize it. So it's like, go where you're invited, go where they see the value and like, go where they're willing to be brave, you know? And, and it's so sad that that's what it is. Like that it's an act of bravery. Like Mm -hmm. that's gross to me. Like to be yourself and to be respected and like seen within your profession Yeah, in an honorable way. It's like, why can't, why is that not just an automatic thing? But I think in life, it's just, it's hard to find people that drive with you, especially when it's not a part of this, like the norm yes and i put that in quotations because like what the fuck is a norm anyway yes but like still i think that there can be these kind of um not like collective like thought like group think it's yeah. group think i think it's just really common total oh 100 you know? yeah. yeah and then like you and then if you're the only one in a lot of these spaces then you try to force yourself to unnaturally fit in with that group thing mm. but it's so not who you are so it's really like difficult to yeah. do that and yeah, like and, but, so, and you can't because it's you soul can't. sucking. It, it actually is. is soul sucking to it even is. try to do it. Totally. And so it's like I do think like it's changed because it used to be this collective and now it is very much this like like we we really are about these like, you know, in in architecture like the star architect or like now it's like the celebrity designer, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. everybody wants like individual credit for being the successful one. And like yeah. I'm a firm believer that design is a team sport. Mhm. Mm-hmm. like sure could there be some better players than other people like 100 percent. like there's yeah. always going to be like an athlete that's always going to be a little bit like yeah, maybe stand out. Yeah, yeah right yeah. but like that's their success would really be nothing without the team that they're on mm-hmm. and that team wouldn't be successful without them it's like a symbiotic relationship like yeah. you need both of those players and so like yeah a team could be incredibly successful with a pro like the x yeah. factor right yeah. but that person can't play that sport alone. You mm-hmm. need both an opponent and a team. And like, mm. frankly, a referee to make a game happen. Like yeah. there's rules and there's process to how things work. And mm-hmm. if you like, like the, 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 like, you know, all this, I think all the stories about like, oh, they made it on their own. It's just mm-hmm. one person. They, that's not true. Right. No. That it's not true. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. There's too many people. And if you did, then you are not acknowledging the privilege of how many doors were open for you mm. by others that are invisible in this conversation. True. And that's the problem, right? And mm-hmm. so like I think um I think we're in a we're at a precipice. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out T Swizzle for that word. <laughs> like, you know, for um what we could do with design and where it could go. And I think it's like very much at that pinnacle point where we have to choose between you know, do we let it die with late stage capitalism or do Mm -hmm. we actually intentionally collectively choose that this could be an opportunity for us to redefine Mm. is it as an industry, but also actually go back to some of our roots of it being collectively better for humanity. And that includes bringing more people to the table or just Mm -hmm. break the table and build a new one or throw the table out the window. I was like, like, for some reason, I feel like it needs to be thrown out completely. Yeah. Just throw it out. Like rebuilt. Yeah. You know, with everyone in the room that's giving some type of insight into how it gets remodeled. Totally. Or, you know, like just even like, I feel like there are a lot of, lot of ways of thinking 
of doing work, of leading, of approaching projects, all these things in design and in life mm-hmm. that like, you know, are very much like feel like they should, th- th- it's like a binary. Like there's like the way we do it now in the patriarchy and all these things, or what would be the exact opposite of that? And like, mm. but I don't think it's a binary, right? No. I don't think it's, it's just spectrum. this or that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, and we don't even know what the that is though, right? No. Like, because opposition- it hasn't actually been created exactly, yet. Yeah. Or exactly. Or experienced. Yes. Right? So it's not just like, like, what's the opposite of patriarchy? It's like, oh, it's automatically matriarchy. Actually, that's not true, no. right? Like, we just don't know what the opposition yeah. of patriarchy is. Like, no. what if it's a collective? Mm-hmm. What if it is like, nature focused what if it's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. environmentally focused what if it is like what if none of us like none of us had power or what if all of us had power i don't know like i don't know what it is because i don't think it's a binary but we don't know what the opposite is or could we focus on the power like the emphasis of what we put power upon you know what what is the pieces that make someone stand out and like what are because i was was just like making me think about like masculine versus feminine energy and it's like so much of our society is created around masculine energy and Mm -hmm. whatever that portrays and we idolize it and we put Mm -hmm. that on the pedestal but i you know for the last few years i'm like such a big believer like leaning into my feminine nature is mm-hmm. my greatest superpower totally like the creative nature to be able mm-hmm. to think about something outside the box to be nurturing to be empathetic to be able to be a leader that listens and takes in the insight and the opinions of everyone around us and mm-hmm. then to be able to forge a, like a new opinion from that point of yes. view yeah and like and like even being soft and being loving like could be it's the greatest gift that we all are seeking yeah. within life totally but then those qualities are not emphasized they're not taught and they're not encouraged yes. and sometimes they're even like victimized or they're seen as a negative quality for someone to have a weakness or, you yes. know and it's just like that yes. to me is just so like not to like dumb it down I was like that's so stupid it you is, know? So, it stupid. is so stupid <laughs> like, if you don't recognize the qualities of the very like the duality of it all yeah and that we need a little bit of both. And I think that that's what we're missing. We're like, you're saying like, it's like this extreme or that extreme. It's like, what if we came into the middle? Though? Right. Yeah. What if we incorporated a little bit, the yin and the yang, like yeah. literally everything, every religion <laughs> and everyone talks about there should be yeah. a balance of both. So like, why don't we just actually try to create a balance of both? Exactly. And I, and, or throw it all out and start all over. Yeah. And like, like I think okay. sometimes you have to throw it out to be able to even, and, and also to be flexible and moldable to see what each environment needs. Because yeah. I think, you know, and we talk like, you know, this is really big within education. I think, you know, our education system is really designed around putting kids into boxes. And mm-hmm. it's like, instead of allowing the kid, you know, which more child led like mm-hmm. education, but it's like also like, how does that person learn? What is their greatest strengths? Mm-hmm. How do we emphasize that? How do I focus on that? You know, the outliers. I always think mm-hmm. of, um, is it Simon Sinek that also does the outliers? Uh, it's Malcolm Gladwell. Max Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. What's his yeah. other one that he does? The um, other book. I'm trying to There's like he David two, and Goliath. David Goliath. To Strangers and a couple of them. I think. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I was like thinking, I was like, there's <laughs> another one that I always like think about because I think he was one of the first, because they are so much about like the bell curve and mm-hmm. about like, how do we then adjust and create from that? like the masses yeah but it's like why don't we think about the outliers why don't we think about the people that are a little bit different like even like how you've expressed how you grew up it's like like thankfully that was encouraged and also you had a really great family that supported you but then if you didn't have that backing or if you constantly was like having people that were trying to like not dumb you down but in a way be like 
this is too different. This yeah. is too out there. Like let's simmer and yeah. like, actually let's just fit into this little, like this little realm. And like, then you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, but then that's never really going to encapsulate who you are and yeah. actually the true potential of who you could be. Either. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a, it's a two way street in some degree though. Right. Yeah. Because I think like, like it wasn't all like roses and sunshine and happiness, like growing mm-hmm. up, like it was fighting over if the glue is dry and are you going to make it to class on time? Like there was a lot of like frustration, you know, it wasn't just super happy all the time. Like the end product is a reveal, but making something is so frustrating and it's hard. And like you make so many different, like over things you have to overcome. Yes. Like the adversity is so real. And I, I think that like, it's a choice to view it. Right. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. there's one way you know, there's people like my dad who like, everything is adversity. Everything is horrible. Life is so hard. Everything's so hard. Everything is, or you could choose to see it as like, yeah, it was shit, but look what came out of it. You know, like you can choose to see the joy. You can choose to see the happiness. Like, and like, you know, like they say like childbirth, you forget about it. And then you're like, oh, actually evolutionarily, like our minds actually forget about it so that we'll do it again. Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of like that, you know? And I think, um, there's, and I was talking to actually a friend of mine who is a really, really good designer, um, recently about like how, um, good design, you know, is based on tension. Mm. Like if everything is perfect, mm. it's not interesting, you know, and we are so, so true. bad at conflict. Like we, yeah. and I, again, when we're talking about East coast, West coast, this is a thing where I think that like, that's why I'm biased. I do think East coast design is better because it's like, we're okay with having a fight. And then just going and getting a beer and be like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Like, you know, yeah, no you can disagree. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can completely disagree about something. Here, it's like everyone tiptoes around it. We don't talk about it. And like six True. months later, someone makes like a side comment slightly to someone else who then trickles down later. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> like, how long have you been thinking? Yeah. And it's like, there's so much judgment. And like what you put out is like a reflection of who you are rather than just an output that you've created. Mm. And that is the problem, right? Yeah, like we need to focus on the thing and mm-hmm. we need to be willing to be fight with each other, for each other and against each other and then still be okay. Yeah. And like great design is dependent on that tension. And if you don't have it, mm-hmm. it's boring and it's actually unsuccessful. Yeah. If you're not pushing the realms of what could be, then you're just creating something that's already existed. Exactly. Is that really design? It's not, right? Like, because design is supposed to be a critical viewpoint and a result of that critical, like, animosity. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it is. You're solving a problem, which means that there was a, there's some, there's a force that is frictionful and you are now providing somewhere for that friction to go about the education system yeah so like going back to that comment i i think that there's like i agree and i disagree okay and like please push back i think we should no. people should disagree as we're talking about <laughs> yeah. the fact that you should have varying opinions yeah. like yeah. free to share your yeah. <laughs> so like i, I agree and i disagree because yeah. some parts of me are like so there's this mm. big thing now of that are like you know, you can just take a boot camp and then you can become a designer. You can do this, like, you know. I actually know people that have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some skills you can totally get. And frankly, yeah. like, I never did one of those. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should do one because I would, like, up my tech skills. And, like, this would be a great thing. And, like, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, I broke the rules. I went to this and then I turned left and I did that. And, like, I didn't follow yeah. a linear path here. Like, 
So not everyone should, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I am a firm believer that higher education isn't for everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. and not saying, like, we should exclude people. I'm saying, like, you should have a choice, like, if you want it to be for you or if you don't want it to be for you. But either path is, like, equally accepted. Um, But that is a really, like, vague statement giving how much education costs, like, what types of education are valued. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's, like, a lot of, like, in that debate, you know, too. But, um, like, I think that, like, there's this aspect of, like, so, so there's like a, a debate, right? Where it's like, oh, well, if you take a, take a class, like this, like training boot camp thing, mm-hmm. you're at the same level as someone who did a four year academic institution based thing. And like, you guys yeah. can like rise at the same level. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's true, actually. I think it's actually yeah. a disservice because yeah. I do think that people who are going through a four year program are getting a holistic experience. They're like, have more time and experience and critical and probably thinking. more like application. Yes. An opportunity for application. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like both sides of the spectrum of like you're learning technical skills, mm-hmm. but then you're also learning about critical thinking and you're like filling out your mm-hmm. education. Really? Whereas like these boot camps are very much like, here's nine weeks, here are all the technical skills that you need. But are we asking the bigger picture questions in those spaces, right? I agree. And I do think those are more approachable. They're more affordable. Mm -hmm. They do like open up some caliber Mm -hmm. for of this education to a variety or variety of people. But I think it's doing a disservice for the industry and for the people because like we don't solve the pipeline problem by just like supplementing kind of half-assed education for groups of people, right? Mm -hmm. You just have to put them through the pipeline equally with everyone else. Well, and also be more mindful about seeking people out to put into the, to filter into the pipeline earlier on to be able to make it seem more appealing for the people that might be like, might be curious, but don't really know about it. How do you open the door and like remove some barriers to entry? Totally. Like I didn't even know design was a thing until I was like 24. Like, Mm -hmm. and now I coach 11 year olds in soccer and they're out here coding. Like they know more about tech than I do. Yeah. And and yeah, they start these coding camps like when they're kids. Yeah. And I'm just, it like blows my mind. And so, but I, I have this thought about this like you know structured school and the boxes comment and Mm -hmm. i agree to some some level because i was like railing against it like Mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to stay focused for eight hours straight like i need to get up i need to walk around i have to have an idea like all these things that are Mm -hmm. like now i can notice as an adult versus like when i was in school like i slept through the first four classes of my day you know like I was, was off tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like mm-hmm. literally my history teacher would poke me with the ruler next class. Like, you know, like I was not good mm-hmm. at the school structure in the beginning. And, uh, and then I learned how to structure my classes. So they were like better timed for me. And mm-hmm. then like I mm-hmm. manipulated the system to be successful. Yeah. And so like, to some degree, I'm like, yes, we need more creativity. We need more mm-hmm. like opportunity to be yourself and find yourself in all this. But I actually really believe in the structure of education. I really do believe in school structure. And like, yeah, some part of it is you do need to do rote memorization. Some part of it is you just need to learn these subjects and these skills and these things. And like strong discipline is not a bad thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know if it was like, frankly, probably on social media. Like I heard somebody say that like, no one says why discipline is important, but like discipline is important because it's the greatest form of self-love. Like you're choosing a long-term success over an immediate gratification. And I think that's true. And it does build confidence because it shows you that you're capable of doing it even when you didn't necessarily think it was possible before. Right. And long-term growth is something we've forgotten because we want instant gratification. Yeah. And instant gratification is so like perpetually like bottled in every way. Yeah. Like in every other facet. And I think education is one of the few areas where it is about that long game. Yeah. Of like 
from like childhood, you childhood. Know, like five or six, yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. So I really do believe in like staying focused, staying committed, mm-hmm. staying competitive and like doing, doing it the way that the system is set up because you also yeah. like learn how to interact with people around you who are different than you, who are working faster, who are working slower, who are having a tough time, who are not mm-hmm. having a tough time because yeah. it is a community building. Like yeah. that is necessary. Like you can turn around and acknowledge that like someone else is struggling. Maybe you can help them. Or if you're struggling, you can ask for help or someone can else can offer you help. And yeah. like, it is so important. And I think with the pandemic, we see That's how true. important it is to have structured mm-hmm. education. So yeah. I do believe in it. And I also know like, it's, again, it's a balance, like people have yeah. to have both. And like, mm-hmm. that's where I do think like extracurriculars and other ways that you can do that is important. But I like, yeah. because I think that like, when I went to grad school, I was like 25. Mm-hmm. And I had three years in the real world. And then I went back to school. Yeah. And it was a really rough three years. It was like job wise, money wise, family wise, really rough three years. Mm-hmm. And then I went back. But it gave me so much perspective that made me a better designer and made my time at school really valuable. And then there was like people who had just graduated undergrad who came straight to grad school who had no perspective on the world. And Mm -hmm. they were kind of bad designers, frankly, because it's Mm -hmm. like you can learn skills, but like you don't have a critical life experience to be able to back it. It's like, what are then you doing? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And Mm -hmm. so I think like it's kind of the same thing where it's like, you know, yes, you should learn the rules before Mm -hmm. you break them. Like you have to know what the rules are. Um, even if the rules are unjust, like you need to mm-hmm. learn them because in order to fix an unjust rule, you have to understand how its system works. Cause you, it, that's it the only way that you're actually going to put action in your, that's yeah. the only way to change it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you can't mm-hmm. just like cut out a kidney and hope the rest of the body works. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to understand how the kidney fits into its context and then yeah. replace it. And you, you can remove it, but then you'll have to figure out some things. Exactly. I do. I, I hundred percent agree with you. And I definitely is someone who loves structure and I get made fun of slightly because of my love of structure. Yeah. Um, because I do, I like a system. Yeah. I like to understand the system of how something operates. Yeah. And then again, I can make my own adjustments, but right. then I find freedom in structure. Yes. So I think once I have something established that I'm able to grow from that. And then I'm like, even within yoga, you know, like yeah. you're come to my classes. I would say my classes are not necessarily the most like straightforward of classes. Mm-hmm. Like I like to mix things up, but it's mm-hmm. because I know the principle the basis of what I'm working with Mm -hmm. and then I like build from there totally but I do think that um within the education system in particular at least and I don't think I experienced this and I actually loved school so like I enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but I also went to a really great school where they were Mm -hmm. very encouraging and very like motivating for all of the students Mm -hmm. and like really wanted us all to succeed and I always felt that for my teachers which Mm -hmm. I think is incredible and I'm very grateful for that yeah but I do think that and you know, and who knows, maybe it's in more impoverished communities or different people. I'll talk to them about it. And it's like, they pretty much were shamed into like fitting it. They were shamed to be pushed over into here or then felt like they always were categorized from a very early age on. And I felt like that was such a detriment because it took away the joy of learning from them. Mm -hmm. Because I do think the learning aspect of like education, which I think is the most important part. This is someone that wanted to be a teacher for years. Mm -hmm. I was like, literally was going to be my profession. So I was like, I love watching people learn. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that it would be that they would like, if they didn't do it the way the teacher said, to do it, then they were doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a really hard time with that. And then there was just this battle. But I think that, like you're saying, there can also be an opportunity for growth on both people's sides. Yes. To be able to say, hey, like the teacher has, the reason why they're emphasizing this is for a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's backed in years of science or research or whatever it is. You have, but you're creative and you're looking at this from a different point of view, which is awesome. But it's like, apply that to the context of the structure that's being offered to you. Yes. And I think that that's something that 
seems to be somewhat came naturally to you. Mm -hmm. And I think some people never really find that give and take to be able to find their lane within it. Yeah. And so then they just like dispel it all around or then they're deemed as bad students from the get go because they just didn't do it the way they felt like the teacher thought that they should. Totally, Totally. So that's more or less what, like when I think of it, because I've just, I've, I feel like people could be really successful and be really great, but then in their mind, because they weren't good in like school, that yeah. they like feel like they're a failure in other areas too. Totally. And it's like, no, man, no, yeah. no you're great. Like yeah. you, what you can do is awesome. It's just, you're doing it differently than other people. So like learn how other people are doing it and then do it your own way. Yes. But then take the feedback from the other people because there's reasons why they're doing it that way too. Totally. Totally. Know? And exactly. I think our new generation now is just like lost that ability to connect to the old ways because it seems too traditional and it's like mm-hmm. no that was there for a reason yeah learn it study respect it don't want that was like one of the 48 law- laws of power don't outshine mm-hmm. the master like liberal law yes. never outshine the master but it's like do it but then like be able to come back and like do it in your own way yes too yeah yeah know? exactly sorry a little yeah. bit of a tangent but no, i was like that's this is why i was saying this and yeah. i totally get what you're saying too and i was like and i think that, that it's the same concept right yeah. like i think we're both emphasizing the same point yeah yeah it, so yeah totally so because i think you were like you're like a model example of someone who understood the structure and then made it your own mm-hmm. and then that's been a constant theme for you and yeah. that's where you've actually found independence and to be able to feel like you like in a way, does it does it help you feel like you belong, or like it feels like where you feel validated? That's probably a better word for it. Um, I think it's where I found self validation. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I think go. like by and I get it. Like right, like when you don't know, like I think the process of learning is very hard, right? Yeah. Like yeah. being like actually learning something you're not good at is brave like because you have to be really bad at it for Mm -hmm. a really long time before you can be good at something right and like some of that incremental growth also is frustrating because like Mm -hmm. i've um my friend was telling we were having this conversation and i she was giving me a really good metaphor so i'll use her metaphor and then so it's like basically like you know, if you, you go bike riding with friends, right. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, so good at bike riding. They're like halfway up the hill. They're like there, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you are just like, (sighs) you know, just trying to keep up behind them. And then, you know, they've taken a 20 minute break because they've stopped at some point Mm -hmm. and like you finally get there and it could have been your personal PR. You could have stopped to take a picture. You could have found a better route. You could have done like, that's the first time that you rode your bike without like holding both like hands on the bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like feeling great. Cause you're just like, I did my best out there and I feel so good. Yeah. Look at this. Like I killed this 20 minute ride and it's like, but you get there and they have had a 20 minute break and then they take off again. Right. Mm. And then you're like it's left like behind. Yeah. yeah it's it's like super you're... discouraging. Cause you're just like, wait, I worked so hard to get here. And I, feel like I've accomplished a lot by getting here, Mm -hmm. but it's somehow still behind because like, I'm not as good as like all of these people. Right. Comparisons motherfucker though. Totally. The lack of fulfillment stems from the comparison from you to someone else. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I think all of my life I felt that because Mm -hmm. like, you know, like I wasn't as good in like science. I wasn't as good as in math. I wasn't the top student. I wasn't best at everything. Like I dabbled in everything, but I was never good at anything. Like Mm -hmm. I just was in all the things. Mm -hmm. And so like, I would, I only want to say it. It sounds like you were good at a lot of things or I was good enough. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't the best. Yeah. But you weren't the best because in your mind, if you're not the best, then yeah 
But the thing is, like, I wasn't the best because I didn't get the 100%. I didn't get the, like, I wasn't valedictorian and all these things. Mm -hmm. But I was like, but I was on the team and I wasn't this and I wasn't that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and to me, though, like, that's why I railed and, like, turned left, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I, the, like, idea of, like, not comparing to them Mm -hmm. who was, like, just, like, focused and driven in one path. I decided to create my own path. And that mm-hmm. path to me mm-hmm. was satisfying. Like I was successful in my path. Like yeah. it wasn't a success yeah. 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 So like, it, so in that sense, that's what I think. Like, so to your mm-hmm. question, it's like very much like if you might be like learning is hard and I think it is really brave to learn. And like, it's, mm-hmm. it is also really hard not to compare, especially when you're in a work environment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's like being the person that, does take the left turn or like tries it differently or anything like that is actually just yeah. self-validation. Cause I take so much pride in like, I'm going to do it differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm not going to do that. That's not, yeah. that's not it. You're like, I see how everyone else is doing yeah. this. And now I'm definitely gonna have to go yeah. far left. Yeah. yeah, far yeah. Left. <laughs> like it's like an active choice. Like as soon as there's an agreement, I was like, Ooh, Nope, not me. <laughs> it could be the right answer. And I will still be like, mm, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like I choose. You are part Aquarius too, are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, like, I remember looking up your chart. Now I can't remember exactly what yeah. it is, but yes, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like, I choose to be opposed, you know, yeah. like I choose to be diametrically opposed because it's like, change my mind on purpose. Like, why not? Like, yeah. and I think I, I take pride in it and it's like, yeah, but then also someone needs to take on this approach for it to be considered in, in the like creation of whatever's going on. Yeah. So it's like, and the, the willingness and the, the ability, I think that that's what, that's almost what I feel like you underestimate about the ability that you can do that mm. so easily and pick through it. And then to still bring it back to the larger picture mm-hmm. is extraordinary. Like it's not common. <laughs> yeah. Like there, like people, I, I've been in a lot, you know, I worked for the university of Washington for a long time. Like I've always like escalated because leadership, they would always be like, you see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you're able to execute the details between them. Yeah, yeah. And that is a straight, like, it's like for me, I'm like, it's yeah, just how else do you get it done? Yes. I don't yes. even know how else to I don't do know it, how, to be how you would do it. I, I don't know yeah. how this would be completed otherwise. Totally. And they're like, yeah. And we, that's why you always get it done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's what you pay me. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, it's just the job. job. Like, I'm like what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Like, you know, and I want this degree somewhere. I'm just trying to like make sure I'm like, yeah, it's 100%. I'm like, I just want to keep my job. Like, I'm not trying to be special here. I just want to pay my rent. And and I want to do so in my way. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, but then I feel like that's like, I think one of your, I think what you were talking about was your first manager that was like, you're the only person here that has your perspective. And so you're going to do it your, like, then, and you're the only way that you're the only person that can do it your way. And I think that that gets, there's a lot of value placed on that, especially when it's in the workplace. And that's Mm -hmm. honored. It's yeah. just a really great thing. And I think that's where everyone thrives. Like yeah. that is literally an ideal environment for everyone to be successful. Yes. And to push the boundaries yeah. in a lot of different ways too. Yeah. Which like, and I think that's what ha- doesn't happen at work, right? Like I do think mm-hmm. that it's very mm-hmm. much like do it my way or, or, or don't do it at all, you know? And I, wow. I don't think it's that works. really hard for you. Oh yeah. It's, it's challenging. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I, I struggled with it a lot for a long time but then I think my perspective on all of it has changed recently and Mm -hmm. I think it's like it comes back to that same like going back to who I am which is just like okay I'm in a system that isn't necessarily like the way I would do things 
this is a perfect opportunity for me to learn their strongest skills and incorporate them back into my, the way I would do things. Mm-hmm. Like, cause mm-hmm. it's like, like the process we use now is not the process that I would implement. It's yeah. not what I believe. It's not what I was taught. And it's not how I've like become a good designer. Mm-hmm. It's so actually opposite of what I would do. Yeah. Um, and that was hard cause it took too long for me to like get to where I am because it's like, it, like, I didn't get it. Like, I don't get it. And I didn't, like, I was blaming myself why I didn't understand. It's like, I'm a designer. Like, why don't I just get it? Like, mm-hmm. um, it should be easier. It should be easier. Like I should, yeah. it's this is a practice muscle. And it like, I just kept beating myself up for so long. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good mm-hmm. enough. Why am I not as good as this person? Why am I not good as that person? And a couple of weeks ago, it dawned on me. It's like, it's not that I'm not good enough or I'm inadequate. It's that like, what I measure myself against is like, not what they're measuring against. And like, frankly, it is just because my design process is so different Mm -hmm. than what their design process is. It has nothing to do with the fact that like junior, senior, not adequate, inadequate. It's just like, we're actually just different. And because there's a majority that's the same, my difference looks like inadequacy, but it's Mm -hmm. actually just an alternative way of doing things. And like that realization was totally freeing because it's like, now I know that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it doesn't make one bad or good. It just, yeah. I recognize the system now. That it's just something different. It's something different. Mm-hmm. And like, there are really valuable skills in that space mm-hmm. that I don't have that I can focus on. Like mm-hmm. I can focus mm-hmm. on those aspects and yeah. now I can get really good at that. And now, now I'll be undeniable again, you know, yeah. like, and I think it's hard because it's like embarrassing to mm-hmm. be in that position. That's what the, I think I've realized is like, I've been so embarrassed for the past mm-hmm. year because I've just been like, in my opinion, fucking up. Yeah. And like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but like, I feel like that. <laughs> we both know that you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I like, I feel like I, you know, I've just been embarrassed. Like, and I, it's like, mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I keep fucking up. I know that like, it's, it's like they message that to me, but then it's like, I've like, I can't see anything except that. Like I'm holding that at such a high standard. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, like, I can swallow that or I can put that on a shelf. But like what I can do now is like, since there's no, like now that my reputation is trash, being the comeback kid is my forte. Like, you know, like I can focus in on like, you've taken so much of these expectations off of me now Mm -hmm. um, because you just think that I can't do it. So like, watch me now, like watch Mm -hmm. me now. Cause I, now this is a moment of freedom where I, I'm going to get so good. Like, again, undeniable. Like that's, that's what always been my goal is like being undeniable Mm -hmm. and like, Mm Well, and the only thing that's crossing my mind is like, or you just only because we've talked about this extensively, um, or is this not the environment to where you're like, you were talking about your mom earlier. Like, is it because they can't, they're not the right jeweler? Totally. That could be also very much true. And I think that a lot of things at this environment that have happened are unacceptable. Mm -hmm. I'm not excusing them. I will still hold them accountable for all of those actions. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that is like, you know, I stopped pouring myself into something that is not like nurturing to me. Like, you know, like I can't do that. Like I, I was in a really bad place mentally. So like I was desperate and I was, I let my guard down and I leaned on them and like people and the job and like my manager all way too much. And they mm. recoiled instead of being supportive. Mm. And so I like, so I'm not like saying like, it's a give and take, right? Like I both, I messed up and also they messed up. Like both of us failed at 
like handle yeah to yeah to like meet our social contracts that we signed and so like yes maybe this environment isn't for me in the long run totally or even in the short run I don't know Mm -hmm. but like some of those environments that aren't right to me have always been the places where I've learned the strongest lessons yeah and so like I will definitely be now that I'm in a better mental place can take that with like fortitude, like I can do that comfortably versus like having to struggle. Like I can accept that this is, this isn't the place for me forever, forever. Mm -hmm. And, but what can I learn while I'm here? What? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I do think like one of my strongest skills that I have not flexed in the last couple of years is like what I'm able to do is not only make the best of a bad opportunity, but mm-hmm. I can make the opportunity the best too. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to change an opportunity to be great. Yeah. And so, and not just for myself, like that's the difference. Like I'm not trying to make too. this the best for me because mm-hmm. like I'm selfish and I think that I'm some grandeur. No. Like I can make this the best for every other brown girl that walks through the door with me. Yeah. And like, I'm such a believer in like, you don't step on people to get where you are. You work together to hold hands and move forward together. Yeah. I know how to do that. And I'm going to like, boss up in that way Mm. and like Mm -hmm. yeah it'll take time it will but like again it comes to one of those things where like I have never I've always been a late bloomer I've never blossomed on time like I've never done that but I and I also I believe in patience you know Mm -hmm. I don't have it but I believe in it right and it's like yeah so it's this idea of like the same thing like you know Oh, I want to be uh, I want to be a principal. I want to be a senior. I want to be a director. I want to be like before I'm 30, I want to do this. I want to be on Forbes 30 under 30. like I've never had those goals in my life. Yeah. Like I'm at a position right now that like sure, I could leave and get a bigger title and get more responsibilities and be totally drowning in another position or I could be where I am and mm-hmm. become the best at where I am and mm-hmm. be prepared for when I do choose to do that. Yeah. And I respect the dedication to the craft and becoming better where you are. And being strong and confident and comfortable where you are, make the best of where you are, and then change the environment for you to like make that even better for others and leave a legacy before you go. Totally. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, because no one else should have to put up with the shit that I put up with. Like, and I take that as my responsibility. Because I know a lot of people talk about like, it's not my like job to educate people or it's not my job to like, you know, like all like kind of the like carry the burden yeah stuff it's like, like that. why do I have to teach you how to like look at the world differently? yes exactly yeah. but I choose to take that burden because mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a again it's an opportunity it's an opportunity but it's a symbiotic relationship because mm. if you're saying like oh go figure it out where are they supposed to figure it out yeah and what sources are they using and are they really the best to yeah. give them the perspective that they need how are they figuring it out yeah. and do they have room to make mistakes can they ask questions mm-hmm. if you have an expectation on how they should behave teach them explain it to them tell them right? yeah because yeah, otherwise how will they know how will they know yeah. and like you I, it doesn't mean that they won't miss, make mistakes and it doesn't mean i won't miss make mistakes i fucked up a hundred thousand times we all do we're we all human. do we're yeah. human but we mm-hmm. need to give each other the grace to make mistakes mm-hmm. and so i know that's my choice like i have no fear in being the first yeah. but it also doesn't mean that i don't leave the door open behind me like yeah. you know and that's that's a choice and i have been failing at it recently because i've not been in a good mental space but it's always who i've been yeah. and it's like who i want to become again so yeah. it's like moving towards that again. Well, and then to also take care of yourself in between too yeah recognize it's not like i was reading this one quote and it was like 
life is like extraordinary, then it sucks, and then it's mundane and boring. Yeah. And it's like always this ebb and flow through these different stages and like being able to like appreciate each stage because they're all there for a reason. Totally. So it's like we're not maybe like making like huge headway at this point, but it's also like you're focusing on yourself. You're giving yourself a little bit more love and intention. And maybe that's really what is designed for this period of time. Totally. And you can't appreciate the view from the top if if you've never seen it at the bottom. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that that's true. Like my, all my mentors and my mom always say this and I hate it, but it's been like the motto of my life, which Mm -hmm. is like, if you want to climb the mountain, you got to take the first step, right? You can't complain about how the game is being played from the sidelines. You have to participate. And that's hard. And that's what people love to do though. You know, there's like, um, is it, um, Theodore Roosevelt and he has like the arena it's like yeah it's really easy to be in the crowded arena watching people get like beat to like pulverizing in the field but it's like to be actually in the arena and doing like fighting the good fight yeah is, like you're going to fall down everyone's going I'm to get trying. hurt everyone's yeah. going to have things that go wrong but then you come back out of it and it's like and then you keep going and you keep growing and you keep getting back up. Because yeah. Because what other choice do we really yeah. have? That's all you have. Yeah. And like, if you, I personally think if you allow your heart and your to be your guide, you'll always end up where you're meant to be. And totally. you just might take a few, you know, detours in yeah. that, that path towards it. Because so. you needed a couple of extra tools before you got there. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you just weren't prepared. So yeah. it like wasn't presented to you. Yet. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Like, you know, and yeah. I feel, I've been, I've been reading Obama's book, um, and I wasn't ready to, like, I was so excited to read it when it first came out. And then mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to read it. And I was angry at him. And yeah. anyway, like the, one of the first. <laughs> it's been a love hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. lot. <laughs> better though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've been reading it and it's uh, like, I've been reading these two books at the same time. And I've been, I've been reading them for five years and I'll read them for the next 10 because they're like 9,000 pages and they're yeah. all boring books. But this, <laughs> you know, the first one is like, it's his book and it, it's like, you know, the first sentence of it is like something about how he like his choice was like diametrically opposed Mm. to everyone else's in the room. And, but he was the president and he had to stand by it. Mm. And it was just like, it like messed me up for a little while. And I was like, yeah, like I love this phrasing diametrically opposed. Mm -hmm. And I heard um, this, like, I I, like, I'm going to always call him this, but like civil rights activists, like a recent, Mm -hmm. like someone who was in the space of, diversity inclusion now but i still think that that's civil rights so i call them civil rights activists yeah um it's true right so like i I was like it really is yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that's what i refer to them and she was saying how um you can be lovingly contrarian Mm. and i love that as well because that's what i feel like i i want to be is like yeah i want to be lovingly contrarian i want to disagree with you and it's not because i disagree with who you are fundamentally no i want to disagree with like being singular mm-hmm. you know what i mean but there is only one way yeah can we be opposed to the fact that that's not actually reality yeah and like can we embrace that there's going to be a differing opinions? yeah exactly yeah. and so and then i was reading that and then in congruence that. with like this um uh it's like called team of rivals and it's mm-hmm. about basically the story of abe lincoln and mm-hmm. like how he had to work with his team of rivals to abolish slavery yeah and you know he was also diametrically opposed and like i know lincoln was obama's like hero and like was really tied into it and it's been really interesting that like 
you know, and we talk about that all the time, right? Like who are these people put on pedestal? They're all these people who are diametrically opposed to the status quo, right? Yeah. That's how they stand out. And they challenge it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so, it's like an act of bravery, but I think it's also just an act of like, maybe just who they are. They're just brave yeah. enough to be who they are. And that's ultimately it, right? Yeah. Like they're just brave enough to say what they really feel in their heart to be true. Yeah. And if it, and it wouldn't, they wouldn't, they're not saying it almost to be contrarian. It's more or less to say it because that's what they truly, that is their heartfelt truth. Yeah. yeah. And like more, I think more people should be willing and have the courage to be able to speak their truth a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that that's, but it's one of the most challenging things. It's been definitely one vastly like my life has changed so much just in the pursuit of that. Yeah. yeah to yeah. be able to really be able to speak without me overthinking of like how it could be perceived or if, is this going to like piss anyone off? Is this going to make anyone feel uncomfortable? Like, right. not fully process all of those things before something comes out of my mouth is challenging for me. Totally. But it's all at the same time. I now know if it's my truth and it feels right to me, then I'm going to say it. Right. Even if it's not received. And it's like, I don't have control over the reaction, but I can control my delivery. Totally. And I think it's like the people who don't say it are the ones who need to say it most. Like we don't need any more like white supremacist speaking. We don't need any more like sure don't yeah, like nazi speaking like that that's not what i'm no, we're talking that's about that's not the direction like, that yeah. we want to be headed in. that's and not it's a right. separation yes and i do think that there needs to be more emphasis on this collective like the connection i you know as much as i'm for the individual and being unique it's like also there should be a collective energy about what's best for the larger group yeah too. yeah exactly yeah. thank you so much <laughs> sorry I, I knew that we were just gonna like the philosophical and just life talks that we have on a yeah. regular basis. I had no <laughs> doubt that we would probably go down some different roads, but I would have never predicted that this was actually the conversation that we actually yeah. were going to end up having. But I think it was very necessary and mm-hmm. so true and telling of who you are as an individual to be able to share your story. Cause I think that might be, this might be the road that you are on mm-hmm. right now and fi- navigating it. And it's not easy though. And I think being the individual is just very, but finding your, like finding your people is like the greatest gift you can give yourself. Because mm-hmm. once you find the people that drive with you, then it's like, I'm not alone. I'm actually not alone. I, there's a lot of other people that view this way too. And so I'm just grateful. You are one of those people for me. And it's just, I, you fill up my cup for that. So. Oh, ditto. Same, same, same. Yeah. I love yeah. this. It's like so yeah. nice and wonderful. <laughs> and I, I said a lot of words, but thank you for listening. <laughs> I, I, well, and I'm fascinated because I, I haven't necessarily heard that perspective on it. And you are in a unique position that is very much at the forefront of what's going on in the mm. innovation of technology. And, but you have like this very, strong differing opposing opinion to be mm-hmm. able to say like and more people need to hear it and so mm-hmm. i'm just really happy that you were able to speak to that <laughs> on this you. platform yep. so thanks so much for having me it was such a pleasure i love talking to you see you on tuesday so thank you thank you for being here thank you for sharing your story yeah. And um, if people wanted to find you, where could they find you or where should they seek you out? Yeah. So um, I'm actually really bad at being on the interwebs, which is weird because I work in the interwebs. But yes. uh, my Instagram handle is at what underscore Atulia, A-T-U-L-Y-A mm-hmm. underscore makes. Then you can see some of the weird crafty things that I get myself into. Oh, yeah. um, it's a collection of all of my mistakes. So it's Ooh. nothing nothing uh that's like perfect and beautiful and edited it's like literally two o'clock in the morning right on that floor over there a picture of the glue that is not dry and after i've had a tantrum that it won't stick uh so it's those kind of pictures so if that's what you're, <laughs> what you're that's what you're into yeah so. that's what you're into <laughs> 
check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out anyway. See, I'm curious. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, and also, like, if uh, I actually am going to start writing more about design and yeah. speaking to this a little bit more. This so. is why she was also on the pod because I was yeah. like, well, let's just have you on. You can get a taste of what it's like yeah. to do it. Yeah, this is really fun. I really liked it. So Good. yeah, I'm thinking of doing, well, I'm going to start with writing mostly yep. just to get mm-hmm. some, some articles out there. So you can Google me. I have a website, which is mostly just my portfolio, but I'm going to get my blog up yeah. and running. I'm actually really hoping to get an article on there this week at some cool. point okay. about what it yes, yeah keep an eye out for so it. it'll be what it takes to be a designer so it's like actually right on par with this oh, wow. so <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know this either so well now we know <laughs> we yeah. both arrived here <laughs> together yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna do that but i'm gonna i'm considering what's, the, what's your website uh it's just atulia the letter c because my last name uh, and yeah. dot com and dot com okay easy to find i'll I'll, um ask you and i'll put it in the show notes so that people can check you out too yeah and uh yeah yeah, if you ever want to chat talk about stuff hit me up i'm pretty easy to find (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and thank you thank you all for listening and just being here with us listening to us talk about design creativity innovation being standing out and whatever capacity that means for you. And I think that we can always learn from that and recognize that we're not alone in the pursuit of that. Because I think sometimes it can be really easy to see everyone else fitting in in this way to be like, I want, I view life differently and I want to be able to share this. And I think this is a beautiful opportunity for us to be reminded that there's a larger group of people out there that are very much in that zone as well and are seeking that out and are looking for the other people that help sync up with that too. Mm -hmm. So Thank you. I hope you got a little bit of something from this. And as always, I love you. I love you.